Good evening. Welcome back. Episode 12 of Make Football Great Again GarageCast, which is now in indoors, friendly confines of Mr. Bullion's living room. I will be your host this evening, Kyle Bolander. And alongside with me, we don't have the crowd tonight, our commissioner, Mr. Dan Bullion. Dan, thanks for joining, uh, well, myself tonight. Um, you know, last week it was just just me winging it on a prayer, uh, failed miserably, but the you show must... You did great. Must, you th- did great. Thank you. The show must go on. Um, so, I see you have a nice fire going tonight. Um, nice and comfortable. Nice and comfortable. We're sitting in a comfy 64 degrees uh, living area. So... This week, like every week, we will go over a recap of this week's uh, fantasy football, take a look at some studs. Uh, looks like a lot of duds this week uh, with some of these fucking scores. Huge. Huge. Um, we're going to make fun of a lot of people um, and just kind of go from there. And also, we will recap uh, kind of the playoff bracket. Uh, the East is looking... You know, pretty solid right now, but the West, the West is up in the up air. Up in the air, big time. Yeah. Uh, everyone's separated by, I think, One two game, games. I think. Two games? Well. Let's see. We got Abernathy on top somehow. I don't fucking understand that. Luck. <laughs> well. Yeah, we got Abernathy at seven and four. Auto Draft Kings, Grant Huddle at six and five, and then... The bottom three are five and six with losing records, but they're only back two games, so it's getting towards the end of the season. But they got a chance to to make a playoff push. Make a playoff push. How many more weeks? We got two more weeks. I think so. this week and next. Yeah, is, and then playoffs start. And then playoffs start. So, um, I've really enjoyed doing the doing the cast each week. Um, I'm sure none of you do, but I don't care. Sometimes I like listening to myself talk. And have an excuse to hang out and drink beer on a weeknight. And talk football. Yeah, we do that too sometimes. So, we'll head over to the recap of the week. Dan, what game sticks out to you as a recap for the week? Well, I think we got to start off with my game and the OG. I mean, if there's ever a game that has a dumpster with a fire in it, it was that game. I mean, just pathetic. <sighs> I can't even chalk it up as a win. I'm ashamed. So here's here's my frustration with it. <laughs> OG, I play this douche nozzle two, three weeks ago. He doesn't put a fucking wide receiver in and beats me. This week, he plays me, which you need me to lose so you I, can get the one seed. Yeah. Yeah, and rest the boys for fantasy yep. football playoff push, yep. which is a real thing. Read about it. Um, and you don't even eclipse an 80 bomb. And or he, 70. He got 79. Oh, me. I was thought you were talking about Chad. Oh, he just, fuck. <laughs> like, does he... I mean, he still has Will Fuller in his fucking lineup. Um, let's see. He puts in Larry Fitzgerald... 12 points, 12.7 points, Ooh. that's a win. Yeah. Um, you know, when Boswell played me, he put up, what, 19? Mm-hmm. Steelers D puts up fucking probably 20. Yeah. And uh, Half his points. And spanked me, so. But 
Thanks, Chad, for putting up a goose egg and giving me an easy win. Well, I mean, you got to hand it to you. You're going to take those W's as they come by. Yeah. And no, not knocking on Chad, but you had a lot of guys out this week. Yep. Um, I had, well, Russell Wilson, Carson, Ingram, and Hooper. And those first three were on bye, but then I had Hooper, who's been injured. Mm-hmm. So I had to pick up Jared Cook, which he scored a touchdown, only had two receptions. But, I mean, 11.3 points. Yeah. Gallup doing a lot of work on your bench too, which yep. it's either here nor there, but yep. squeaked out the squeaked out the victory. He's got Williams, Galladay, and Fuller with a combined six point seven points out of That's rough. He had two players that scored zero. I don't know how you can win. Well you play me, and that's how you win. Uh moving on to the Next game, we got uh, our very own Mr. Nicholas uh, Headley, Ooh. the Team Iron Range OG, which I don't know why you want to claim that. I don't know why he hasn't changed it yet. Um, losing to Abernathy. That's got to be a tough loss. Who he do- – everyone dogs him. I can't yeah. say But Headley especially dogs him. Especially. Um, two players scored him 50 points, and the rest is – is garbage. He should pretty much just pick up everybody from the Ravens. Right? Um, that's where he's getting all his fucking points from. So, Lamar Jackson, four touchdowns, 222 yards, 33.5 points. 33.5. third of his points. A third. Damn near exactly. Uh, Ingram, 48 yards, two receiving touchdowns, 23 and a half. Yep. And then Kenyon Drake with 14. That was his team. Um, let's see. Abernathy. But this game came down to the wire, didn't it? It was a Monday night football it game. It was a Monday night football game. Abernathy had Keenan Allen, Allen going. Who finally finally had a good game. I'm I'm just shocked he's still healthy this late in the year. True. Um, yes. Unbelievable. Uh, I think every year I had him, he either lacerated a kidney or had his ankle chopped off or some <laughs> shit like that. And then his, you know, defense puts up a lovely 16 points. Yep. Um, second place or second He's leading He's first score. in the West. First in the West. And we dogged him yep. for a long time. Uh, so we pretty much dogged him all season. Pretty much. Um, you know, he hosted us second week, and we haven't heard from him since. So um, You didn't really say much on that cast. Uh, you know, you had, you had the hometown legend uh, Mitch. What? Mitch Leidner. Mitch Leidner. Yep. Um, you know, and then he was grilling up a mean, uh, mean brat. So, Abernathy, we appreciate you. Um, team sucks. <laughs> How about our next, uh, uh, actually our host who's doing the, burning the midnight oil this, uh, this week and last week, Mr. Brian Crammel and Auto Draft Kings, um, knocking Grant out of first place. Wow, with a devastating loss. And that was a good game. Really good game. Um, Crammel puts up 150. 150.8. Is he the high? No, you're the high scorer this week, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll probably talk about that later. It might be mentioned. Um, Crammel's team's coming together, making a late run push. Um, wow. What Brown. Is John Brown. Ranked. 13th out of all receivers. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? Uh, and a Buffalo wide receiver of all, all people. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, 
um, and Brown put up what 70? Six, 70, about 70 about 70 you know he's got Kyler Murray on his bench and also why did he pick up Nick Foles maybe the dick I don't know we have no idea we have speculations um you know kind of moving forward uh Grant heck of a week uh buck 36 unfortunately he ran into one of the Let's see, one, two, three, three teams could have beat him this week, and he unfortunately ran into Hit Laquan, who's making a late playoff push. Um, projected uh, playoff bracket has him. Have we established what Hit Laquan even means? I think he tried to... It was a, a song, I thought. I've never heard of it. Well, I thought... I See, I thought he changed his name to Hit Laquan because Laquan Treadwell had a couple catches on one of the first games that he came back as a Viking. And he, it was actually a couple of pretty good catches in that game, so I thought he was like, I don't know if he had him on his DraftKings team or something, but... Maybe? I don't know. Never heard of the song Hit Laquan. I think it's... I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't... I don't know. Muhammad Sanu. That was a good pickup by him. 10 catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown last week, but puts up a... Miraculous. <laughs> Two receptions for four yards. Did he get some rushing? Because he's at 3.2. Rushing. He had one for eight. Ooh. Dual threat. Dual threat. All he needs is the Julian Edelman arm, and um, he'll be in there. Yep. Um, did, you, did we just see that stat about Tom Brady? Yeah. Well, three games. Three with, games without a touchdown pass. This year. Yeah. And Abernathy has him. Yeah. What the fuck? Hmm. <sighs> but good game by both. 136 to 150. 136, 150. Dalvin had another great game. Um, which, he's got to be up there in MVP talks. He has to be. He There's has. no no question about it. I think he has the most yards from scrimmage. I would. I think. Well, I, no, maybe Christian McCaffrey does. <laughs> Yeah, I think he does. Um, and I see uh, Auto Draft Kings but, uh, picked up uh, Cohen, who's. Uh, wow, that's ironic. Working out kind of weirdly a little bit. And let's segue into that whole debacle with uh, Team Larson taking out Team Knapp um, 137 to 113. James Conner. Yeah, oh boy. 2.6 points, Nap. Out with injury. He's probably going to get put down. Taken Cre- out back. Cremated. Done. 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 And I don't know if you and Grant have like this agreement that if he wins the championship, you guys are going to split the pot. You established that in week 10 or whenever you made that ridiculous trade. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out that collusion. Yeah. Yeah, so huddle if you want to throw me. Oh, I don't know. Let's just take. I don't even know if I want anyone. I guess Jacobs. Yeah. You know, he'd be a good flex option on some teams. I'm sure you and Chad could work out a Yeah, we could work out, work a, out deal. a deal so Grant doesn't win. Chad would love that. <laughs> um, so out in the West, Larson winning puts it at a three way tie. Um, it's either for last place or first or last in for playoffs in that bracket. 
And Larson's team is sneaky, like sneaky, pretty good week in and week out. It, yeah, I think the thing that uh, you know he was very good uh, beginning of the year, putting up he a was. lot of good points. You know, he obviously had Eckler, who was Chargers' offense, and he's still doing good. I mean, he put up twenty one point two this week. Mm-hmm. He is splitting time though with uh, Gordon, which is probably going to hurt him in the long run, but. Exactly. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins, 22.9. Ezekiel Elliott, 19.3. Probably one of the best wide receivers in Hopkins. Yep. So, it's a scary team. If Singletary can figure it out, you know, he's going to be good. And lastly, I think uh, my opponent's team name says it all. Um, (laughs) Team Daddy Bear, 170 over Spanked by Daddy. 128 and a half. Good Lord. Yeah. At that point, when Nick Chubb at 9.2 is the low man on your totem pole, um, you know, you're going to have a decent week. Marvin Jones Jr. has come up huge for you week in and week out. Ever since you had the that terrible bye week, mm-hmm. and everybody picked, I think it was Nap to beat you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you put up like 175 or something like that. You had Stafford and Marvin Jones. And you pretty much you've pretty much started him week in and week out, haven't you, for the most part? For... Or did you put in Metcalf there? A, you know, I was kind of fiddling around with the flex option for a while. Um, I mean, when you got Diggs and Thomas, it's... Where'd you get Diggs from again? Uh, I traded. Um, what was oh, his name? Ah, uh, was it Team Nap? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, that he offered it to me for uh, Tyreek Cohen. Is he in the league still? Cohen or Nap? Cohen. Oh, uh, well, he was gone for a while and then resurfaced somehow on Grant's team. Um. So yeah, I'm not gonna. Grant's just. Full-fledged trying to take advantage of Nap. Full-fledged, physically, emotionally, probably sexually. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, big week. Uh, needed the the OG to take you down. Didn't happen. Here I sit, second place. You've been in second place the entire year, I think. Well, I no, started 0-3. You, you, you started 0-3 and I started 0-2. That's right. Yep, and we were both pretty much drinking our lives away. Pretty much. Um, hating every aspect of fantasy football, which Can is pretty common on a day-to-day basis. Diggs finally came up big for you again. He had nothing the first half. Well, the entire Vikings had nothing the first half. <laughs> true, true, very, very true. But that's a scary combination. You've got three players that could legitimately give you 100 points total. Each week. McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, and Stefan Diggs. You know, I'm waiting for Kelsey to have a legit game. I mean, 22.2 from your tight end is nothing to be fussy about. He is ranked the number one tight end in fantasy football now since Hooper's been out. Did he? Okay. So, I mean, he's been consistent, but Travis Kelsey always has like that one game which he hasn't had this year where he has like nine catches for 160 yards and three touchdowns. Yes. He's been more of that 11 to 18 points each and every week, which that's all you can really hope for 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 a tight end. Consistent tight end play, giggity. 
but yeah, he's been he's been consistent. That's for sure. That's crazy. So let's take a look at final standing projections because we all know projections, projections. are always right. Don't lie. They don't lie. I've been saying that since day one. Even though it's been the first year of this wonderful feature on the ESPN Fantasy Football app, it doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. And whether it's weekly projections or full season projections, they're not lying. I think we need to talk about Grant's team first. Yes. Because he auto-drafted. Auto-fucked everyone. He was projected to be ninth. And he jumped up to number three because of nap. Clearly. <laughs> In my defense, too, I stayed the same with the help of nap. You stayed the same. You haven't moved once from number one. Well, that's because they're unprojected. They don't lie. But auto draft kings from ninth to third. The third. That is a That's long huge. line. That's the biggest jump out of anybody. Yes. He's a contender, for sure. Not a pretender. Now that he has Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. And they're gonna I mean they're gonna be fighting for for a big playoff push. Mm-hmm. You know. So he's gonna put up some points. Devontae Adams doesn't have a touchdown this year. What? Does not have one touchdown this year. He was out for four weeks, three, four weeks, I think. But still. But if you were going to tell me at the beginning of the year that the, the Packers were going to be 8-2 and two and Devontae Adams wasn't going to have a touchdown, I would have put, put a bet on that. You were just in Vegas, so you yeah, could have made it happen. I could have. Um, who's number 10? The OG. Has he moved? Nada. Yep. Draft strategy did not work out. He went for a lot of mid-grade players. Which works for some. Yeah. Just not for him. No. Well, you do also have to, you know, put players in that aren't injured or on bye in order to win. Not all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I stand corrected. Fuck you, Hoddle. Okay. Enough about that. Um... Ninth place. Team Nap. Team Nap. He went from eight to nine. Probably because he got rid of Devontae Adams. And Diggs. Diggs. God, those are two really good wide receivers to take off your team. In, in his, a PPR. Yeah, in his defense, he does have really good wide receivers overall. I don't know why he decided to draft six really good wide receivers. It's a bold strategy. Trade bait. Yep. But if you're going to trade bait, make sure you get players that aren't injured or terrible i was high on tyreek cohen i he he's a ppr you did did not say that with a straight face (laughs) (laughs) i drafted him i had him last year plugged him in in a few flex spots he did well he's a ppr monster yes no because he last year he had seven eight catches a game he was like james white is for the patriots right seven eight catches 80 yards gets a touchdown every once in a while he's good for 13 to 18 points every single week. Same thing with, you know, Chris Thompson. Yep. Middle of the line guy is going to catch you five, six, mm-hmm. seven balls. Might break one out for a tutty. But at the point in time that you traded him was like week five, I think. Four or five. Yes. I was. And he wasn't 
he wasn't putting up big numbers. Diggs or Cohen? Cohen. Diggs wasn't either, I don't no, think. No, he wasn't. He was But Diggs has a way higher ceiling than Cohen. Right, but that was about around the time they had trade talks, him quitting, giving yeah, up. So it was a risk. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a risk that panned out in your favor hugely. The only thing that I I think is that Diggs there was Diggs and Thielen that kind of split receptions, but that's it. Yep. And you had Kirk Tur- Cousins who wasn't throwing very well. Right. Everyone was getting out the pitchforks and torches. And the Bears were splitting time basically between Montgomery and Cohen. Mm-hmm. So I could see how at that point in time in the season, you could be like, okay, that's... Even keel. Even keel, even though... I don't know if it was just because it's Stefan Diggs and his name. Right. But And us being, you know, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota boys. Um... But anyway, Nap is sitting at number nine, final standing and project, standing project. and projection. Mm-hmm. But he's got the chance to make the playoffs. He does, he does. And another shocking uh, projection, bringing up to number eight, hit Laquan, and I think he's third in our. Let's look. He is in our standings. He's he's five and six. The losing record, but he has the most points for out of the losing record. So and he's, he's eight, third in the East, and he's number eight. He's eight, and he's third, and he's in. If playoffs started today, Crammel's in. Crammel's in, number six seed, I think. That would work. Yep. But he was projected at three. Really, to start the year. Wow. You know why? Why? Traded me Michael Thomas. That's right. How'd that trade work out? (laughs) (laughs) Did they sit David Johnson last week? They didn't sit him. He just did not touch the ball. Wow. Did not touch the ball. Edmonds out. Drake in. Well, no. I feel like they decided to go, like, they started the game with him. He had one carry, and they decided to go with Drake instead. I don't think he touched the ball last week. Wow. I could be wrong, but he was a non-factor. Right. I mean, all things considered, you know, if I had the same team that I drafted, you I would not be, be where you're I at. I would not be where I'm at. No. You made two crucial trades. Big Very trades. Crucial. So who's at number seven? We've got Team Iron Range OG. And they have not moved. Nope. Rock steady, just like his BAC. <laughs> uh, Headley cannot join us tonight. He is butchering a deer. Good size one, it looked like, too. It was, it was good. Very yeah. nice size. Um, you know, a lot of meat, a lot of cutting. Got a lot of work to do. Sends his love and regards um, to us, uh, but everyone who's listening, which is like two people, can eat kick rocks. He's had Cooper Cup who crushed it for him at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. I think he was rated the number one wide receiver through the first eight weeks. And then the Rams had a bye week nine. And he put up a big goose egg week ten. You think his ACL is something to do with it? No, I think it's his quarterback. Is Goff struggling that much? It's bad. It's really bad. 
Goff has not been doing good at all. In fact, Goff is off. I think, I think he's on waivers. Goff, yeah. Like in fantasy or on in the NFL? No, in our league, I don't think anybody has him. That's not saying much. I mean, was he a perennial QB last year? Last year he was. Was he okay? He was. He put up some numbers. Hmm. But let's just look. Week 10, 3.7 points from your quarterback. Oof. Week 11, 5.2. Okay. Week 6, 1.1. Ooh. Week 1, 9.4. That's 1, 2, 3, 4 weeks by a quarterback. That he didn't get 10 points or more. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. But Headley's team is pretty good it's just missing some key components and one of them is he needs cooper cup to put up the big numbers he was week one through eight and i don't think he's going to do that the rest of the season and he's white which is huddle's fucking favorite i don't know i don't know how huddle didn't draft him or trade for him um chad there's a there's a trade button you can do um in the app um i know you haven't really opened your team in a while uh if you need help let us know otherwise there's also a players button where you can pick up available players okay and when do you have to have those players selected on your team by 24 hours before their game starts and you'll get them by 10 a.m oh shocking Hmm. that's weird yeah Hmm, interesting number six where we at We've got. This is a big one. This is the one that threw us all for a loop. Spanked by Daddy. The man of many names. Initially projected to be number two, which I thought for sure he was going to be number one. Me too. Hands down. I mean, he had Le'Veon Bell. Still has Le'Veon Bell, Saquon, and Kamara. Mm Mm-hmm. How did we let that happen? I, it still baffles me. I tried. I I tried to get Kamara and Barkley. Yeah. And I he just bid you up he, a little bit too much. And bid me up, and I think I had McCaffrey at that point, so yeah. I, could, I didn't have too much money to throw around. Right. Um, but you live and die by the sword, I guess. And he he's had some injury issues. You know, Saquon oh, yeah. was out for a couple weeks. Kamara was too, and then Le'Veon. I mean, he's just on a shit team. Shit team, terrible fans, terrible city, terrible organization. And when you spend all your money on those three players, you really got to rely on some sleepers. And I don't think those have panned out too much. I don't much think for they've him. panned out too much for him. But um, let's bring us up number five. Who we got? Uh oh. Hang on. Duluth Eskimos, Mr. Larson, who's been very, very quiet. I think Gene only allowed him to have his phone uh, one week. And that was a talk shit to Crammel. I haven't heard from him since. Uh, if someone's listening, anyone's listening, uh, send Corey. I think uh, Gene's actually managing his team at this point. Well, maybe. Um, she's doing him a favor. <laughs> um, Sneaky good team, in my opinion. It, yes. Sleeper team of the league. I think uh, week six we had our... Playoff projections, and I projected him pretty high. Yep. Just he has a lot of dangerous people on his team that I think if everything clicks at the right time, he could he could make a there. run. And he stayed at number five. He hasn't went up or down in the projections. He's been steady Eddie. 
and he's fighting for a playoff spot. Yep. So, good luck to you, sir. Good luck to you, sir. I mean, Gene, excuse me. Number four. Number four is Team Abernathy. I don't believe it. I think the projections might have got this one wrong. Yep. They're projecting him better for some reason. Yeah, he was initially number six. Now he's number four. I don't know how that's possible. Something must be going on. It's the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They contacted ESPN Fantasy Football. Gave him a couple. Uh... Should we analyze this team legitimately? Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to pull them up. So let's go to matchups. Let's go to league. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we can go league. And then scroll down. And then hit his team. There we go. Tom Brady. I mean, I guess you really can't go wrong there, but nope. his defense has been... He's... He was winning with that... De- Wait, yep. does he have the defense? No, he doesn't. Oh, no. Nap does, Nap does. Nap does. But he's ranked the 11th quarterback. 11th ranked quarterback in the league. Okay. He's got Leonard Fournette, and he kept Kareem Hunt on his bench this he entire did. time. He did. Is it panning out for him? Is, is Hunt having good games? Um, I mean, not bad games. So far, 14.4 and 11.8. So, okay. I mean, he's not crushing it, which that could hurt you a little bit because you've got Nick Chubb, so now they're kind of splitting. Yep. I have seen a drop. Yep. Um, he's got Odell Beckham, who has not done anything no. really this year. The, he started out pretty good, but he's basically averaging 10. But I could see why you would draft him. Yep. Amari Cooper's been phenomenal for... Oh, he's... He's the number four wide receiver. Yeah. So, um, then he's got McDonald, the tight end. Mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay, solid. 49ers D, and then the kicker for Atlanta. He's got a lot of buys this week. Keenan Allen. He still has... Jay Ajaye. Did he pick him up? He must have picked him up. I don't know if he kept him or he picked him up, but he just got signed by the Eagles. I don't know. I don't see a playoff push on this team. He had Kerryon uh, Johnson, too. Let's not forget about that. Yep. And that kind of you know, hit him in the mouth, and now he's uh, running back by committee um, going on there. Overall, I say he'll make the, I think he'll make the playoffs. I'd be surprised if he makes it out of the first round. Yeah. I am shocked. Absolutely shocked Fournette is still healthy. He always gets hurt. And that's why I picked up his handcuff. Who's his mm. handcuff? Like Ryquel Armstrong or whatever. And Fournette's the number eight running back. He's consistent. Power ranking, yeah. Has he put up any duds? Um, when I say duds, lowest, I mean under... His lowest... Point total was week one at 11.4. Okay. But 12.2, no 15.2, 26.30 no bombs. Nope. But pretty good overall. Well, we're happy for you, Ryan. All right, let's bring us up to number three. Number three. Oh, we already talked about Grant. Yeah, we did talk about Grant. Number two. Wow, one and two, sitting in the same room. Weird. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. 
Initially projected number four. I felt like I had a pretty good draft mm-hmm. overall. Drafted Antonio Brown for $35. Yep. That did not pan out well. And uh, that that killed you. Absolutely killed you. And just taking a look at the receivers that you have now, Julio, Evans. Yep. And if Antonio wouldn't have been a dipshit. Dude, Burf, Vontez, what, how do you Yeah, Vontez Perfect. Yeah, if Vontae he didn't perfect. If he didn't make him a Riri, he would be He definitely league. provided him with grade 3 CTE. Yep. Had to have. Had to of. Um you know, he kind of just ran into bad luck with, you know, Hooper, Ingram. Um Th- those two tight ends have really come up clutch for me throughout the year, but now they're both hurt. Have you has there ever been a week where you started both of them? I had to one week I started both of them. And it worked and for you? One did good, one didn't do so good. Okay. But I had a lot of my receivers were on um on buy and so I started both both mm-hmm. tight ends. Which I always have a hard time doing. It was constantly kind of a, a struggle to pick because I mean they were both consistently putting up twenty points. Right. But so, brings us to numero uno. That's Strong be, and steady. That's going to be a tough team to beat. If you don't make it to the championship game, it's a failure. Your team's going to have to have, have a really bad week. You know, it I mean, is what it is. Drew Brees, McCaffrey, Michael Thomas. I mean, and my thing is, is that Drew Brees has had his bye. Michael Thomas has had his bye. Yep. Um, I, Diggs is on his bye this week. Diggs is on his bye this week. Nick Chubb's hit his bye already. Um, you know, so, you know, this week, a little iffy. I got to make a couple moves. I think Abernathy took the kicker I wanted. Who who are you playing this week, Kyle? Uh, some douche nozzle. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that's the game of the week. Has to be. This week. One and two in the East. Fighting for the numero uno spot, but we can... Um, so let's, let's segue into the games for this week. Week 12, as we mentioned, Daddy Bear, Team Bullion, co-hostess, co-hostesses, um, for this week. Bullion projected 118. I still got to put it in a defense. I got to get a kicker. That's um, a big deal. Which, it's a wash. I mean, even. Really is Even. 121 and a half to 118. Um, you know, I Jones and Evans the last couple of weeks have not done very well. I'm great. hoping that they'll Evans come back. Is, you know what? I am going to say this. What was that week? Uh, 42.8. Yep. That was the week you played me. Was it? No, I played you. I played you week three. Oh, 45. This was 45. Oh, 45. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. I played you week three. And, uh, yeah, he put up 45, I think. Uh, Jones put up 26. Yep. Russell Wilson put up 41. <laughs> I sat him that week, too. Oh, did you? I sat him and played Matt Ryan. He put up, like, 26, but that was besides the point. So I did beat you earlier in the year, but your team is a lot hotter later. They're playing hot at the right time? Yep. So it'll be an interesting game. I'm excited for it. Who are you going with? Ooh, I got to pick now? 
Well, we're here, aren't we? Yeah, I suppose. Truthfully, the entire year, I've picked myself to win. And I went on a seven-game winning streak this year, so Mm -hmm. it it panned out very well. But, given the circumstances, I gotta go with Team Daddy Bear. Wow. Um, Knowing what I know and how shit on I've been all year. Evans is going to have a huge game because Jones is gonna Winston <laughs> put up a fucking dick goose egg this week. And Winston's coming back off. and he's just going to throw like 12 lollipops to Evans. He's going to snatch him out of the air get f- what he had three touchdowns in the first half yep. of our game. I'm picking Bullion this week. Wow. It's it's that's just how it is. I'm going to sneak into the playoffs probably probably a 4 5 seed. Just with my record overall? Maybe a three. Well, right now you're the you're the three seed. Mm-hmm. Because whoever gets f- first in the West will get the two the one or two seed. So looking at it right now, you're a lock for yep. the playoffs. Yes. No way fans or butts. If you drop the next two, I'm I'm still in the you're playoffs. You're still in the playoffs. Yep. I can safely say that I'm a lock for the playoffs. If I drop the next two with my points for, yes. I'll get in the playoffs. Everybody else is fighting, I feel like, the next two weeks. Ab- well, Abernathy. No. He. No. He's. Oh, that's right. If he loses the next two weeks and Huddle wins, wins or. And Corey wins. Those bottom guys yep. win the next two. You know, he doesn't have a fa- favorable points for matchup. Right. So honestly, the West is going to be fun. It's these next two weeks are going to really determine a lot. They're very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Huddle can continue to not check his fucking team because. Well, Huddle could play uh, spoiler. I suppose. I wonder. We should see who he can spoil. We should look at the. Uh, or how much collusion he just puts everyone on his bench for. Yeah. So who does he play this week? He plays. He plays Team Abernathy. You know he's not throwing the towel in for that no, guy. No, he can't. There's no way. And then week 13, um, OG hits, plays Crammel. You know he's going guns a-blazing. So Huddle could Huddle could uh, sneakily ruin... Ruin some uh, playoff uh, hopes and dreams here. It's his Super Bowl these next two weeks. Which, Huddle, I know you're out of it, but... You can fuck up some worlds uh, the next two weeks. So um, set your lineup. Check the rosters. Do we have any big playoff implication matchups this week? So we've got me and you, which is pretty big because we're one and two. Right. Uh, Team Naps, Bank by Daddy, both in the – wait, no. Team Naps and ours. So a five and six matchup this week. Um, Taking a look here – Paul Davis projected 130. His lineup is set. Danny Knapp, 106. Looks like his lineup is set, too. Ooh, he's got some buys. He's got some buys. Is is Tyreek Hill hurt? Did he get hurt? I think he hurt his hammy. So he's getting getting that looked at. Um, You know, it's going to be a good matchup this week, I think. Who are you going with? 
How disrespectful is it to put Barkley in the flex spot? That's pretty disrespectful. I got to go with Team Spanked by Daddy on this one. You think he's going to do the comeback? I think his team is going to win the next two weeks, and he's going to get in the playoffs and put a hurting? Put a hurting on someone. I think he's going to make a run. Um, Ridley scares me a lot. Yeah, he's been having some big games. Big games. It's it's him and Jones. You know, they're going to be carving it up. But Prescott's been playing well. Um, Godwin killing it. Is he still top five? Yeah, he's number three. Number three? I think uh, receiving yards, Tampa Bay has the number three and number four receiving yards in the league. With Evans and with Godwin. Evans and Godwin, yeah. yeah. Um, David Montgomery. Oh, God. Crammel's favorite. And he, I think he had two burner weeks, two good weeks. And you know, he had one good week. Let's, let's be real. 27 right. touches, 135 yep. and a tutty. Uh, the next week, 14. So Montgomery hasn't done, done too much. Um, just taking a look here. You know, spanked by daddy's team looks, um, you know, pretty favorable matchups. I mean, the uh, Jets have a legitimate chance to beat Oakland, in my opinion. Yeah. The Jets' defense is good, and, you know, Le'Veon Bell is pretty much the Jets' offense, so he right. should put up some points. Kamara against Carolina, that's a favorable matchup. Yeah. Ridley against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's pass defense is last in the league, I think. Lovely. And he's got a solid tight end in Andrews, and Saquon's going to be Saquon. So right, even though he plays Chicago, right, I'll go with Spank by Daddy this week. Um, team Abernathy versus the OG Team Huddle. Um, he's starting famous Jameis. It looks like it looks like it. Um. Taking a look at Huddle, he's got Fuller in the lineup. Uh, he's questionable. He's been hurt the last six weeks. Yep. Um, I mean, he's got Cooks. He's got Shepard. I think Hilton's out this week, too. Uh, a lot of buys for Team Huddle. So not a lot of options. And also, on the flip side, Team Abernathy... He's got Keenan Allen on by, kicker on by. So he, I mean, he's doing okay. He's mm-hmm. fine there. But Team OG projected one twenty two, Abernathy one eleven, and his lineup is set. It'd be a huge, huge loss for Abernathy. Can I mean, can you call it an upset? Yeah, you have to. He's number one in the. He's number one in the East. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying the Gophers are number one in the in the Big Ten, their, their side. Yeah. Going and playing an SEC team and being like, oh, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I still think you have to call it an upset if the OG beats them. Okay. Just record-based-wise, but. Well, I'll tell you. That's going to be my upset of the week. You're going with that? I think we're on the same page here. Um, I think Henry's going to have a big game against Jacksonville. I think Jacobs is going to do just fine against the Jets. Mm-hmm. 
Galladay's probably going to get a lot more catches this week. Yep. Um, the only question mark is is Fuller really moving forward. And how about Sanders? Yeah, he's questionable Yep. this week. So lots up in the air um, with the OG's team. You know, Fournette's against Tennessee. I don't. Is Tennessee a good run defense? Tennessee's got a decent defense. They yeah. do. But, you know, Kareem Hunt, Miami. He could have a big game. Could have a And game. I feel like Brady's going to come back and have a big game against uh, Dallas. Right. So, I mean, it should be a really close game. America's team. Yep. Um, you know, Mari Cooper, he's projected only 13 points, I think. Uh, well, because the Patriots New England's defense. defense yeah. You know, they probably have a scheme for him and, and Zeke. and Patriots you know, deal probably have three touchdowns. Probably. So, uh, both of us going Team OG this week. Next brings us up to the other hosts of GarageCast, Make Football Great Again. Hit Laquan, Brian Crammel, projected 86. His lineup is not set. He's going to make some moves against uh, the meat grinder himself, Team Iron Range, quote-unquote, OG. Projected at 88.3. Playoff implications to ensue. Huge playoff implications here. Um, you know, some deals need to go down. Um, I am going to project that Lamar Jackson... Has under 20 fantasy points this week against the Rams. Under if anyone wants to do a bet, mm. that's open. Send me a text. Mm. I don't. I don't Start like betting on. You know, oh, Headley, that'd be a good bet for you. So, Mister Nicholas. Uh, Mr. Jackson, under 20 points against And a, he's only done that once this year. Against who? Against Pitt. It's Pittsburgh. He had 161 for one. And that was 11.4 points. Yeah. Everything else has been above 20. Most of them have been above 30. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, but this should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Mixon. Mixon actually has been stepping up for Crammel. Yep. 17 points the last three weeks in a row. He's got Gordon on by, so we'll have to see what he does there. Is Devontae Freeman ever going to come back? I don't know. He's he's dead. I think just looking at the buys this week, um, Headley needs a kicker and a defense. Crammel needs a tight end and a running back. So that's big. That's huge. Um, I'm going... The Iron Range OG for the win this week. Okay. What about you? I'm going to go with Team Headley. Okay. I think that's might be one of the first weeks that I've picked Team Headley <laughs> because every time we do the cast and he listens to it, I get a fuck you bullion text after my picks come in. Yep. But I think he's going to pull it off this week. I think he's going to smack him. I think he's going to smack him this week. I don't think um, Allen and Brown are going to have another 60-70 point combo. Um, 
you know, you got two wide receivers for New England. You know, Tom Brady's not playing as well as he used to. And right, he's relying more the, on his defense. Um, you know, yeah. Sorry, Laquan. Better luck next time. And this, in this last matchup, is has huge playoff implications too. Um, our last preview of the night: Auto DraftKings. Grant Huddle versus Corey Eskimos. Corey Larson. Um, taking a look. Larson, 87.8. Grant, 115. Lineup not set. Lineup. Uh, Grant's is set. Larson's is not. Taking a look at Larson's bench. Needs a quarterback. Running back. Needs a running back. He's got... He's got Sanders. He's got Sanders. He's got Penny. He's got Jones. On his bench, I mean, he can easily put those in. Yep. You know, um, looks like Grant's gonna start. Wentz. Well, maybe he just hasn't changed it because the Packers were on a buy this last week. Right. right. He's got a lot of Packers on his team. Yeah. Aaron Jones, Adams. He's without Ryan. Delvin Cook this week, which is big. Big time. And he's also got Tyreek Cohen going. So. Yep. Um, who knows? I mean, you know, I think Auto Draft Kings has, you know, a little bit more favorable guys going this week. Um, you know, if Jordan Howard comes back, I don't know if he's going to do. I mean, I would assume he starts Aaron Rodgers. I would think so. With the Jones and Adams combo. Yep. Why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, he. He could be thinking it's the 49ers, though, and they I think they have one of the best. They do have one of the best defenses in the league. They do, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And it's Sunday night football, and you know how he plays in prime, prime time. That's what he loves. What are you thinking? You know, um, just because of the buys and, you know, the teams that Grant's players play, I mean, he did, he's it's tough because he's got some tough matchups. I mean, Todd Gurley plays the Ravens. Um, you know, I'm gonna go out on a whim here, and I'm gonna say Corey Larson's gonna win, even though he's got a quarterback and a running back to replace due to buys. Yeah, I mean, you can look at Singletary, put him in that yep. running back slot, open up the flex. I mean, he's got he's got a, Robert Woods. He's, he's got, got a bunch of playmakers Samuel, on his bench. Yep. You know, I'm. You know, I'm taking a look at you know Auto Draft Kings as much as it pains me to say, in, in my verbal anger towards Grant and his drafting this year, um, I'm gonna go with Grant this week um, well, for the win. We'll just have to see how it pans out. We will just have to see how it pans out. So overall, twelfth Garage Cast podcasts, however you may call it. How do you think the year overall went? You know, I don't I don't know if I've ever been in a league that's been this close record wise. Mm-hmm. There's always been two or three teams that have kind of really taken off and mm-hmm. only have a few losses and it's not like that. Not this the, year. The worst record is Huddles, which is two and nine or whatever. But then the next is five and six. Five and six. Which is crazy. And so I mean it's a testament to everybody in the league. They drafted well. It's been hard fought each and every week to, mm-hmm. to get wins in this league. It is. Uh, 
very, very good league uh, this year. Um, just kind of spinning off what you said here. Usually you get guys that are, you know, 11 and 0, 10 yeah. and 1, 9 and 2. Um, you know, you're, you're at the top, 8 and 3, very respectable. Um, no one's really running away with it. Nope. Um, you know, even with. Um, I mean, if I drop the last two games of the year and lose, and then, you know, the five and six teams win two, I mean, that's mm-hmm. separating us only by a game. Mm hmm. Yep. Absolutely, and it uh, you know it just depends on who you play each week. Yep. Um, you know, Which you, we do need to switch up the schedule for next year. I think there needs to be a discussion next year. I know. You know, we were talking on break. There's possibly shortening up se- this season a little bit. Yep. Um, reason why I bring that up is, you know, we're going to be playing into week sixteen. Um, you know, if you got guys that. Let's just say the Ravens are winning out. You or know, the Patriots. The Patriots are winning out. Yep. Both teams you're, only have one and two losses. You're locked in for a first round playoff by Yep. Um, you know, you're not gonna be starting, you know, Jackson, Ingram, Brady, you know, Brady Edelman. Edelman. You know, guys that have, you know, huge impacts on guys' team. So what the thought is is shortening up the regular season to let's say ten, eleven weeks. Yep. Um, having playoffs three weeks, that'll bring us to week 13 or 14. Um, you know, you're going to run into buys, obviously, but you're going to run into that no matter what. Uh, but you're taking out the factor of if a team's doing really well and resting their stars, um, you know, just for some guys. Uh, I know I ran into that last year. You can basically just push it back one week. One week, yeah, absolutely. Just push it back one week. That way the championship game is week 15 instead of 16. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because and nobody's sitting starters for three weeks in a row. No. They'd just get too cold. They'd want them to have reps. Yep. You know, it wouldn't be uncommon for them to to sit 16 and 17, but I don't think I've ever heard of a team sitting 15, 16, and 17. No. No. So that's something, it's definitely something we can talk about because there's a possibility of that happening this year. For sure, with the way that right. the records of teams, you know, San Francisco, they could certainly be one of the teams that does that. Mm-hmm. They're going to sit players week sixteen, um, but it just all depends on what everybody else wants to do. And that's a discussion we all need to have. Um, you know, I know Tex went out kind of late this year about getting a, you know, draft party. I think draft parties are awesome. Yep. Um, so we should really look at. You know, possibly beginning... When does season start? Beginning of September and August? Yeah, the first week is usually the first Sunday in September, so it's usually like the 7th or 8th of September. Okay. But, and, you know, the ideal time to have a draft is after week three of the preseason, pre-season due to injuries. Yep. So, I mean, just if you can, just figure out a date that's going to work after preseason game week three. Yeah. Um, I'm still in, you know, I put it out on the message board, uh, last place, uh, gets kind of a last place prize, um, you know, kind of a humiliation type deal. Yeah, I've been in leagues that do that. Have you ever gotten a humiliation prize? I have. Like well, what? it was a trophy. It's a trophy that gets passed around. passed around and... Basically, at the draft party, what happened was is they filled it up with 
every single type of alcohol you could possibly think of, and you basically had to chug it right there on the spot before the draft started. So you were basically shit-faced during the draft. So you were at a disadvantage. So not only were you last place last year, you're at a disadvantage at the start of the draft that year. Yeah. That I'm was all just, for it. That was just one thing that happened, but we could we could figure out something. Um, certainly doesn't have to be this year just because... Wasn't agreed upon. Wasn't agreed upon, all that good stuff, but for the start of next year, we could figure out something to do. Absolutely. Um, so I know we will have one more garage cast for the regular season. Uh, that'll give us a kind of a matchup for the last week of the year, and we will continue this uh, in the playoffs until a winner is crowned. Um, We'll probably actually do a podcast after the championship game, too. Podcast after the championship, break down, uh, you know, everyone's draft teams, uh, how the the year went, um, make fun of a lot of people, and, you know, we'll kind of go for, we'll hand out some prizes. How about that? Yeah, Um, that's a good idea. You know, I'll make some certificates. You know, I work for the county, so, you know, a lot of free time. Uh, thank you guys for paying your taxes. Really goes a long way with me. Um, so we'll figure something out. I'm hoping to do a garage cast party at the end of the year. Um, hopefully get some K-Wings out there. Headley can fry up some back straps. Who knows? That's a um, great idea. Great, great idea. Um, only two people have yet to be on the cast this year. Team Nap, uh, Trade Collusion King, um, and Gene Larson. Um, sorry, excuse me, Corey. Um, if you're looking to be on the cast, please let us know. Um, I know it's kind of a hike for Larson, but Nap has... Nap's 200 feet away from us right now. At the Beacon? No, his house is literally right there. Right across his... It's, like, he's, you remember Reimer's old place? right there really so there's this house right next to mine and then he's the next one jesus christ moved there a couple months ago holy shit there was probably more than a couple months ago but well there you have it nap we're getting you on the show next week i don't know if you got hockey or not but you can drink a couple beers and go to practice it's fine we've all done it um so that's it for the first living room cast of the year um hope to have the full squad back next week uh Hopefully Crammel's done welding, Headley's done carving. Um, but I'm your host, Kyle Bolander, along with the commissioner of this fine league, Mr. Dan Bullion. Thanks for having us. We will see you next week. Later.